Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. It feels like it's been a while. Good morning, Michelle. It has been a while. Good morning, Kyle. How are you today? All is well. All is well. Good morning to Rodney back behind the board. Um, and good to have you back, Rodney. Welcome, welcome back from all of your big travels, uh, all that good stuff. <laughs> the world traveler. World traveler. Uh, so, uh, we're going to start off the episode, uh, by thanking our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It is their grants to us that allow us to produce this show and to produce all of the activities and assistance that we provide to small businesses throughout the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor. So a big thank you to DSLBD and DHCD. Um, I've got a ton of things to talk about, um, and that's going to take up its own time. So let's get right on to the news from Aaron Denue. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you for having me, Michelle and Kyle. Uh, today we're talking about the Jesse Theater, which was located at 3100 18th Street, right here, not too far from the studio. And in 1927, the Jesse Theater opened, and it was really well known in the city as being one of the only city uh, movie theaters in the city that had an atmospheric-style theater room. And so that means when you're watching a movie and you're looking up above you, it had stars up in the ceiling. And so it was kind of a just a totally different type of experience uh, to see. Um, and it was right here in our little neighborhood. And so in 1927, right around November, they actually premiered with a silent film called Smile, Brother, Smile. And uh, the theater had some great success in the, in the 20s, the late 20s, and the 30s, and the 40s. And eventually, in 1958, the Jesse Theater would be switched into the Stanton Theater. And the Stanton Theater was really a, more of an art house, and so it showed a lot of different artistic types of movies. So you can think of during the 1950s, the late 50s, and the 60s, the arts films that were coming out really out of the nation. And so we, we had some of those uh, top um, in, in war-related films as well, certainly. Um, we had some of those films uh, premiered right there at at the at the Stanton Theater, and then later on in the seventies, it got a little bit more of a raunchy scene and uh, had a lot of adult films. And the adult film house actually had a pretty strong run; it lasted for almost twenty years. And in the very early nineteen nineties, the theater was shut down. But you can actually go by thirty one hundred eighteenth Street right now and see, uh, which is now a church. Uh, but it's really cool. You can see right from the very front of it. You can see the old classic facade of a movie theater, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. So when you're walking by uh, 18th Street right off Rhode Island, you should take a look at that 3100 and think about all the memories and the old movies that used to happen right there here in our neighborhood. You know, I think there are a lot of old movie theaters that are now churches um, in the District of Columbia. Interesting. I had no idea there was a movie theater here. Yeah. I mean, I knew about the one in Brooklyn, but I had no idea there was one here. Yeah, and it still stands today. We actually had a couple. Um, At one point, actually, where Public Option still stands today, the community rallied to build a movie theater there, and it went through this long judicial process, and I could talk about that during another episode. So there was a theater that was supposed to go on over there, but a little bit further down where 12th 12th Street is, there was an open-air theater um, out here, and there's a there's an excellent book that kind of captures this history of DC theaters uh, that you can find if you just Google DC theater history that talks about some of these lost 
uh, icons of the movie days. Nice. Don't you find it funny how uh, much art has just been in this neighborhood over the years? I mean, and the resurgence of art now yeah. in our community. Yeah, it, everything comes full circle. And it really does. This is a, a much needed uh, return to, to art. And Absolutely. About that. Yeah, you think about one of our past episodes, uh, we talked about Pearl Bailey, just yes. this icon. And I, and I always wondered if, you know, what did she ever go to see a movie there at the Jesse Theater? And right. what did she see? And what was it like? And um it's a pretty cool thing to kind of reflect on in our mm-hmm. neighborhood. And you have a lot of shared memories around the uh, the theater right there close by to us. So yeah. it's a special place. All right. Once again, thank you, Aaron, for the news. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, now it's time to check in with Casey from Good Food Markets. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you guys? We're doing okay on this blustery morning. What's going yeah, on down at the market? I can't say I'm too excited about this, Uh-oh. but <laughs> the change in the weather. Well, it's a significant um, change. Yeah, right. You would think that after six years of being in the area, I might finally get used to to the colder weather, but my Florida blood still can't handle it. So. Yep, totally understand that. Absolutely <laughs> understand that. Um, but so, now it's fine. Everybody seems pretty happy. Everyone looks all cute in their coats and their boots. So. <laughs> So how's the uh, Thanksgiving food prep going at Good Food Markets? Boy, am I, uh, I'm feeling it. I, I tell you that. Um, hold on, I'm sorry, guys. This phone is ringing. I'm just going to make it be quiet. Okay, sorry. Um, no, we're, we're ramping up. Um, we're getting excited for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, as always, we try and figure out our folks staying in town or folks leaving. Either which way, we're going to have everything to make your Thanksgiving as easy as possible. Um, Probably this year, more than ever, we um, have got some prepared stuff coming through. So we've seen a lot of people recently doing more of like a catered Thanksgiving. Um, Really popular now. I don't think growing up I ever heard of anybody catering their Thanksgiving. Like you just made the whole spread, right? Um, but we're going to be doing our own cranberry sauce here. Um, Trina's going to be making that, um, our chef that's been doing all of our prepared foods. And we're probably going to do some roasted veg as well. Um, just, you know, cut out some of those steps for you guys. And we'll have turkeys, those delicious, famous Lord of the Pies pies. Mm, and the favorite. small size. Small. We're going to bring in the big size. Right. Okay. When do those come in? <laughs> So we will have those actually the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So I'm taking pre-orders just to, you know, gauge interest, see how many um, pies people are interested in because Dave over at Union Kitchen, who's making these pies, um, he is the one-man lord of the pie. Um, You know, he's going to be delivering these to us on Thursday, uh, that's the 21st, or Tuesday the the 21st, um, which is just uh, such a service on his part mm-hmm. to get the people their pies in time for the holiday. What, what flavors? Um, that was going to be my next yeah, question. What flavors? Let's just, let's the go right to the chase. <laughs> All right. So definitely going to have pumpkin, obviously. Um, we're going to do pecan. We're going to do apple. We're going to do blueberry. And if folks want a cherry pie, you know, I'll bring some in, but I'm going to wait for people to express their interest in that. Well, hold on. And you I- know, I- yeah, I'm, I'm not sorry. opposed to bringing in a full-size key lime pie okay. as well because I know how much people like that. That was my question. Save me one. I'm totally <laughs> not kidding. I, no, I'm putting Got my it. order in right now. Yes. 
And, and I mean, I, granted, I'm poorly trained. If I sit down with one of those pies, I'm eating it in one sitting. Well, so, seriously, the, to have a full size pie in my face is not going to be a good situation. Don't eat my pie. The the small pies are a single serving, so this is for two. Uh. Right? <laughs> the full right? size is for two. That's, we are having at our house. We're doing. Um, Thanksgiving with I think it's going to be 16 people and we were trying to figure out how many pies we were going to need I was like well my dad can sit down and eat a whole pumpkin pie all by himself your dad can eat a whole pumpkin pie by himself so that's already two we're going to need at least five um yeah I'm I'll be down to place my order um at least one pumpkin one pecan and one, one pumpkin one pecan and one apple and one apple. Those are the classics, right? You can't miss those. Right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah. Bring it on. So, I mean, granted, like, I know that a lot of people might try, you know, the pie game. I want to get creative. But honestly, with Dave's delicious pies, like, why even bother? <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to be nineteen ninety nine each. Um, well worth it. And then it. we'll have, yeah, I mean, we'll have all of the, the whipped cream, the ready whip, the cool whip, everything that you need to throw on that. So you don't even have to think about dessert and i'm think i'm going to uh, present mine not in the box i'm going to be like look what i made look what <laughs> i what slaved I over <laughs> my math that's right uh-huh, that's right uh-huh. I, I, i'm just gonna call it like it yeah. is you know like, like, look what lord of the pies made these are the best pies i could not top these pies if i wanted and why to bother? So. why try exactly right why even try right yeah. Right. So, oh, I'm excited now. Um, I know what I'm bringing for our Thanksgiving. All right. Super easy. So, yeah, we're going to have that. And for all the last minute people, you know, we did pre-order turkeys for a lot of folks. We had our orders come in. Um, we will have birds as well, just in case, I don't know, plans change, whatever happens. You find out that the turkey that you got isn't going to cut it. You need another turkey. We're going to have small ones. We're going to have big ones. So we'll have everything that you need for last minute run. Oh, and which reminds me, we will be open. On Thanksgiving Day. Wow. Um, this will be our third Thanksgiving here. We're very excited about that. Um, but it is our, our third year that we'll be open on Thanksgiving Day. Shorter hours, but we're going to have a great team um, here in the shop for any of the last-minute people. I think that um, historically our best-selling product every Thanksgiving Day is butter. Ah. <laughs> people who needed more butter <laughs> uh and you guys are carrying those mason dixie biscuits in the freezer oh, section yeah we are <laughs> that'll be good for sopping up all the gravy mm-hmm. uh you've yeah, got a great exactly. wine and beer selection to to pair with the the holiday meal mm-hmm. i mean really and it... ice cream to go with the pie and ice, and cream. ice cream tons of ice cream to top off your pie a la modi <laughs> sounds good uh Casey, please remind listeners where they can find all this delicious stuff. You can find us at Good Food Markets. We're open seven days a week. We're on 20th in Rhode Island. It's 2006. Um, you can find us online at goodfoodmarkets.com. Um, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can continue the conversation there with us. But uh, come and say hi. We're always here and, and happy to, to talk to all the neighbors. Um and and maybe we'll even see you on Thanksgiving Day. Who knows? Definitely Possib- uh, need some butter there. Yeah. <laughs> Came in for a pie. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Okay. Now it's time to check in with Casey from Good Food Markets. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you guys? We're doing okay on this blustery morning. What's going yeah, on down at the market? I can't say I'm too excited about this, Uh-oh. but <laughs> the change in the weather. Well, it's a significant um, change. 
Yeah, right. You would think that after six years of being in the area, I might finally get used to to the colder weather, but my Florida blood still can't handle it. So. Yep, totally understand that. Absolutely <laughs> understand that. Um, but so, now it's fine. Everybody seems pretty happy. Everyone looks all cute in their coats and their boots. So, <laughs> so how's the uh, Thanksgiving food prep going at Good Food Markets? Boy, am I, uh, I'm feeling it. I, I tell you that. Um, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. This phone is ringing. I'm just going to make it be quiet. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, we're, we're ramping up. Um, we're getting excited for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, as always, we try and figure out our folks staying in town or folks leaving. Either which way, we're going to have everything to make your Thanksgiving as easy as possible. Um, probably this year, more than ever, we um, have got some prepared stuff coming through. So we've seen a lot of people recently doing more of like a catered Thanksgiving. Um, really popular now. I don't think growing up I ever heard of anybody catering their Thanksgiving. Like you just made the whole spread, right? Um but we're going to be doing our own cranberry sauce here. Um, Trina's going to be making that. Um, our chef that's been doing all of our prepared foods, and we're probably going to do some roasted veg as well. Um, just, you know, cut out some of those steps for you guys. And we'll have turkeys, those delicious, famous Lord of the Pies pies. Mm, my the favorite. small size. Small. We're going to bring in the big size. Right. Okay, when do those come in? <laughs> So we will have those actually the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So I'm taking pre-orders just to, you know, gauge oh, interest, good. see how many um, pies people are interested in because Dave over at Union Kitchen, who's making these pies, um, he is the one-man lord of the pie. Um, you know, he's going to be delivering these to us on Thursday, the, uh, that's the 21st, or Tuesday the, the 21st, um, which is just uh, such a service on his part mm-hmm. to get the people their pies in time for the holiday. What, what flavors? Um, that was going to be my next yeah, question. What flavors? Let's just, let's go right to the flavors. <laughs> All right. So definitely going to have pumpkin, obviously. Um, we're going to do pecan. We're going to do apple. We're going to do blueberry. And if folks want a cherry pie, you know, I'll bring some in, but I'm going to wait for people to express their interest in that. Well, hold on. And, you know, I- I'm, I'm not sorry. opposed to bringing in a full-size key lime pie because okay. well, I know how much people like that. That was my question. Save me one. I'm totally <laughs> not kidding. I, no, I'm putting Got my it. order in right now. Yes. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, granted, I'm poorly trained. If I sit down with one of those pies, I'm eating it in one sitting. Well, so, seriously. The, to have a full-size pie in my face is not going to be a good situation. Don't eat my pie. The, the small pies are a single serving, so this is for two, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the full right? size is for two. That's, we are having at our house, we're doing um, Thanksgiving with, I think it's going to be 16 people. And we were trying to figure out how many pies we were going to need. And I was like, well, my dad can sit down and eat a whole pumpkin pie all by himself. Your dad can eat a whole pumpkin pie by himself. So that's already two. We're going to need at least five. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'll be down to place my order um at least one pumpkin, one pecan, and one, one pumpkin, one pecan, and one apple, and one apple. Those are the classics, right? You can't miss those. Right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah. Bring it on. So, I mean, granted, like I know that a lot of people might try, you know, the pie game. I want to get creative, but honestly, with Dave's delicious pies, like why even bother? <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to be nineteen ninety nine each. Um, well worth it. And then it. we'll have. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll have all of the the whipped cream, the ready whip, the cool whip, everything that you need to throw on that so you don't even have to think about dessert. And I think I'm going to uh, present mine not in the box. I'm going to be like, look what I made. Look what (laughs) I slaved over. (laughs) My math. That's right. Uh, That's right. uh Uh, I'm just going to call it like it is. Look what Lord of the Pies made. These are the best pies. I could not top these pies if I wanted to. And why bother? Why try? Exactly, right? Why even try? Right. Right. So, oh, I'm excited now. Um, I know what I'm bringing for our Thanksgiving. All right. Super easy. So, yeah, we're going to have that. And for all the last minute people, you know, we did pre-order turkeys for a lot of folks. We had our orders come in. Um, we will have birds as well, just in case, I don't know, plans change, whatever happens. You find out that the turkey that you got isn't going to cut it. You need another turkey. We're going to have small ones. We're going to have big ones. So we'll have everything that you need for last minute run. Oh, and which reminds me, we will be open. On Thanksgiving Day. Wow. Um, this will be our third Thanksgiving here. We're very excited about that. Um, but it is our, our third year that we'll be open on Thanksgiving Day. Shorter hours, but we're going to have a great team um, here in the shop for any of the last-minute people. I think that um, historically our best-selling product every Thanksgiving Day is butter. Ah. <laughs> people who needed more butter <laughs> uh and you guys are carrying those mason dixie biscuits in the freezer oh, section yeah we are <laughs> that'll be good for sopping up all the gravy mm-hmm. uh you've yeah, got a great exactly. wine and beer selection to to pair with the the holiday meal mm-hmm. i mean really and it... ice cream to go with the pie and ice, and cream. ice cream tons of ice cream to top off your pie a la modi <laughs> sounds good uh Casey, please remind listeners where they can find all this delicious stuff. You can find us at Good Food Markets. We're open seven days a week. We're on 20th in Rhode Island. It's 2006. Um, You can find us online at goodfoodmarkets.com. Feel free to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, You can continue the conversation there with us. But uh, come and say hi. We're always here and and happy to, to talk to all the neighbors. Um and and maybe we'll even see you on Thanksgiving Day. Who knows? Definitely Possib- uh, need some butter there. Yeah. <laughs> Came in for a pie. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, guys. Take care. You so today we're welcoming Nicole Wright and Crystal Fleetwood of the National Cherry Blossom Festival to the studio. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. I bet our listeners are hearing National Cherry Blossom Festival and thinking it's only November. But a lot of work goes into preparing for this festival. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about it? Sure. So as everyone knows, the National Cherry Blossom Festival was created to commemorate the gift of the trees um, in 1912. And it's become really one of the world's greatest celebrations of spring. So we are always thinking about ways that we can um, create new programming and new exciting activities for the community. So we're currently in the process of launching a retail window competition. And (laughs) um, we're very excited about it. And it's really um, just putting a formal structure around something that retailers have been doing for years. So decorating their windows in celebration of the festival, in celebration of spring. And we are really hoping to generate some excitement around this competition and to promote the retailers um, in the D.C. area and to encourage the 1.5 million attendees who come to the festival every year to check out these beautiful over-the-top window displays. 
So it's not just for downtown business owners? It's primarily for downtown. Um, This is our first year activating the program. Um, We are exploring, you know, opening it up um, to the D.C. metro area um, in years to come. But since this is our first year, we're just we're starting with downtown, but it could grow to some of the surrounding areas. So what type of businesses, you say retailers, what type of businesses does that include? So that includes everything from, um, you know, your smaller retailers to your medium to larger um, chain retailers, um, everything from um, a store that may sell clothing to a store that may sell home goods um, to a furniture retailer. So, um, you know, it really runs the gamut. And we're hoping to have a lot of activity this year because, you know, the more retailers that participate, the, you know, the more that we can generate excitement around this competition. Great. How long does the contest run and when can the people, can the retailers sign up? So, The retail window competition will take place from March 20th through April 15th, which is actually the dates for the 2018 festival this year. And if there's a retailer that is interested in signing up at this time, they can email me at nwright, W-R-I-G-H-T, at ncbfdc.org if you're interested. Oh, go ahead. So when you think about uh, the decorations for windows, what what are you envisioning? What are are we talking about here? So we really want this to be a local D.C. focus, so springtime in D.C. And, you know, the retailers are so creative that we wanted the um, theme to be a little broad just so that they could bring in their inspiration and their theme. D.C. and springtime may mean different things to different people. And obviously, depending on what the retailer sells, um, you know, that will obviously influence the display as well. What types of things will they need to enter? Do they need any specific? Sure. And so Nicole has that information. But, you know, we are asking that they submit photos. um, And there there is a document that they will need to fill out as well. Um, So if they're able to email Nicole, we'll be able to send them all the information. So it's essentially a package of information. And they can start sending the information in as early as the airing of this episode up until what point do you expect? To end, I would say the beginning of March would okay. be the cutoff for them to send in any interested applications. Um, we'll also be um, using the main streets and bids to get this information out, so they won't only hear it on this podcast, but they'll hear it through their email list through their bids as well. And who's going to select the winner? So we are partnering with three renowned judges, so three judges that are from the retail space, the home and design space. Um, We will be releasing a press release once we get a little closer to the start of the competition, announcing the judges. Nice, nice. Uh, Sounds great. Uh, Hope that many of our businesses will be participating, even though we're not directly downtown. Hopefully in years to come, depending on the success of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely want to be inclusive of all retailers in D.C. In D.C. Yeah, yeah we definitely want to highlight D.C. as a creative capital. Yeah. 
for we, that. We definitely, we definitely are. So if our listeners want to find out more about the contest or the festival in general, can you give us the dates one more time and give us your contact information? Mm-hmm. So the retail window competition will take place March 20th through April 15, 2018. And if there are any listeners that are interested, you can contact Nicole Wright, myself, at nwright, W-R-I-G-H-T, at ncbfdc.org. And I actually have one more point. Um, This is for D.C. retailers, so not just for downtown retailers. I just wanted to make sure that's very clear um, because we want the entire, um, you know, D.C. city community to get involved. Well, thank you for clarifying that (laughs) because I thought you had said you wanted it for all four quadrants. And then you said, no, downtown resident and downtown businesses. I was like, well, we'll wait. So this is open open for all D.C. businesses anywhere in the city. Yes. All detail, uh, all DC retailers, exactly. Yeah. Okay, all right. Great. Well, the good news about this is it is a cold day, so now we get a little glimpse of spring, spring. Yeah. with this <laughs> National Cherry Blossom talk. So I'm excited. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today and telling us about this contest. Thank you Thank so you much for having and us. And we're going to have you back uh, later as in the year closer, as yes. we get closer to talk about the actual festival. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and the prizes and the yes. judges and all yes, of those things. More exciting so, news right. to yes. come. Come so, on a cold day so that we have something to look forward to again. <laughs> <laughs> spring will be coming. So businesses, yeah. you have your marching orders. Be thinking, starting to think yes. creatively about those business windows for the spring and the cherry blossom festival and uh we will be sure to um help disseminate information about it as as it becomes available to us um so we expect to see all of our businesses participating yes no doubt (laughs) uh nicole and crystal thank you so much for joining us today and we'll look forward to hearing back from you again later yes sounds good thank Thank you So uh, that was a lovely blast of spring planning. It really was. I mean, I'm I'm warm already. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know that this is only the first really cold day. I know. What are we going to do? We're moaning and groaning like (laughs) there's six feet of snow. I I really had no problem with the heat. I really did not. I I, anyway. um, That's very exciting, and uh, we're we're gonna. We're going to try to get some big window prizes here. Yeah, that'll be great. You know that Rhode Island Avenue businesses? Uh, so I wanted to save all of these announcements for a little bit later in the show because I've got so many things to talk about because it is the holiday season and that means a whole lot of events coming up. First and foremost, small businesses, if you would like a grant for up to $250 for um, decorating your business storefront for the winter holidays, and and there are a lot of winter holidays. There's, you know, besides Christmas, there's Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, and there's two or three others that I can't pronounce. Um, and uh, you can get a grant for up to $250 for, for lights, for w- ribbons, greenery, whatever you want to do. Um, and that application is on our website, riamainstreet.org. Or you can give us a call, 202-808-9050, to find out more information about that. But definitely check out the website, riamainstreet.org. That's going to be a pretty fast turnaround. Um, By the time this airs, the grant application will be due. So this airs on Tuesday the 14th, I believe that's. Mm -hmm. And and it's due that very that Friday. Ah, okay. Uh, so and then three days to get it in from that point. Pretty much. Um, we, we are sending out emails about this now. So hopefully all of the businesses will have already heard about this by the time the, 
the show airs, but, um, and then we'll be making a determination on Monday the 20th so that you have time to get all of your decorations up by Black Friday because hello, busy shopping days. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to um, November 25th, which is Small Business Saturday. And um, small businesses here on Rhode Island Avenue and, and elsewhere in D.C., listen to me very carefully. This is a big day. This is your day to um, stand out in your customers' minds as the gift shopping location. And it doesn't matter if you're a service business or a restaurant or a retailer because gift certificates. Right, right. right. Um, If you are a service organization like a salon or a spa, of course you're selling product. And of course, of course, you're selling gift certificates. Um, make something special happen that day. Um, buy one, get one half off. Anything that you can think of um, and let us know what that is so we can help promote it for you. Uh, so Saturday, uh, November 25th is Small Business Saturday. We also have a ton of Small Business Saturday um, shopping bags, so big, heavy canvas tote bags. Um that we are just dying to give to you to pass out that day. And um, we will be promoting all of the businesses that are running specials on that day. We'll be promoting them on our social media and our website. Uh, again, give me a shout at 202-808-9050 if you have questions about that or if you'd like some shopping totes delivered to you. Uh, or if you have, um, if you just are looking for some suggestions for how to make your Small Business Saturday cash registers ring, mm-hmm. we can get you covered on that. So you know what happens right after Thanksgiving. Yes, all of the all of the uh, Christmas holiday uh, stuff kicks into high gear. High gear. Yep, and um, and we've got some things going on. We do. So uh, December second. I believe that's a Saturday. December 2nd is the Rhode Island Row Holiday Tree Lighting Extravaganza. And this will be their fourth or fifth year to do this. And that's kind of like the unofficial kickoff of the holiday market season on on Rhode Island Avenue. Um, but we're super excited about that. They will once again be doing their, um, their annual coat drive uh, from WPGC. I'm going to get that wrong. Um, The radio station that uh, does the coat drive for them every year. (laughs) Uh, WPGC coat drive uh, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Donate a winter coat and or winter accessories. Um, I believe Santa will be there. Um, They always have something great going on, and the tree looks spectacular. That is Saturday, December 2nd. The tree lighting actually happens between 5 and 7 p.m. with the lighting itself. I think they they flip the switch at 7 p.m., but it's always a good time down there. Um, And then our Procrastinator's Holiday Market is Saturday, December 16th. New location this year at 1301 Rhode Island Avenue. Um, It's a great big open surface space. It's already got lots of lights on it. Um, We're super excited about that. It's going to be uh, super easy to walk to from anywhere in the neighborhood. Um, And I I don't want to spill any secrets because we're we're still working on because it's the procrastinators market. We're right. still working We're on it. Um, but we've got, we've got some great stuff lined up and I'll be sharing more information about that um, as we go along. 
Um, so mark your calendar for Saturday, December 16th for the Procrastinators Holiday Market at 1301 Rhode Island Avenue. And um, I want to give a big thank you to Studio 202 for um, pulling together a Fall Fest recap video for us. Um, we've got that up on our website now, riamainstreet.org. So uh, go take a look and relive some of the happy memories of Fall Fest 2017 this past year, or if you weren't able to join us. Um, you can see all the fun you missed and not miss it next year. That's right. That's right? exactly right. Uh, that's it. And Michelle, you've got some stuff to talk about about the holiday mar- uh, holiday season. Yeah, just one thing. Uh, Michael and Patrick are having their sixth annual Toys for Tots, and that's going to be on Friday, December 1st at the Dew Drop Inn, which is at 2801 8th Street Northeast. It starts at 8 p.m. Bring an unwrapped toy for a DC tot. Great. Saturday wow. Saturday, no, no, Friday. Friday, Friday December, December 1st. 1st, 8 p.m., do drop in. 8 p.m., do drop in. Enjoy the the beer and the food at the do drop in while yes, you're there. Yes, exactly. And it's a party, but bring a toy for a ton, and, and it supports the local D.C. children. So. Great, great. And these guys have been doing this for a while now. Yeah, six great. years. So. Great, great neighbors. We love you guys. Yep. All right. Um, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode. All right. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, I've got another great guest lined up for next week. Uh, so be sure and tune in, and we'll see you then. See you.